angry, pissed off American Podcast Radio. And your host, your voice of reason during times of high treason. The angry one, Jeff Kaufman. Woo! Yay! Fellow Americans, how you doing today? How's everything going? Doing alright? Garbage bags and dawn dish soap. That's what I'm doing today. That's where I'm heading. The good old dollar store. The mini Walmart. Rural repository of goods. Okay. If I can get out of my fucking driveway in my fucking car without tearing it up. Not the car, the driveway. I have one of those neighbors, you know, homeowners association, you know. Uh... Yeah, so they... they... <laughs> The amount of money they've spent graveling the driveway for the neighborhood in the fucking 20 years these people have lived here, they could have had it fucking paved by now. Um, so they keep throwing gravel down on this road, and we have a neighbor that has some sort of conspicuous uh, occupation, you could say. He's got a lot of traffic. A lot of traffic. A lot of people coming in and out. And um, I know it's not marijuana because I, I would probably be one of the people going over there. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know it's not pot, okay? I'm just saying. I, I, don't ask how I know these things. Just know that I know. And, um, <clears throat> and so uh, we get a lot of traffic for some reason on a certain part of the driveway. And the Homeowners Association seems to think that it had something to do with me, which... We're a family home thing going on, you know. Uh, no drug dealing, and uh, the traffic was really from the you know up teen cars that came in and out there per hour on every seemingly uh, Friday. Um, so I had to put my foot down, and we, I, you know, uh, I had to talk to the homeowners association's head, which I thought I would like the guy, and he's an ex. Uh, I believe he's an ex marine. He served in Vietnam. Or maybe it was Korea. I can't remember. But uh, we bumped heads. And I don't know why. Because I've 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 always uh, gotten along with veterans and uh, the military type. You know, I've never had a problem. I've always shown respect. Uh, you know, until proven otherwise. Um, and he turned into a real fucking freakoid coming over with his uh, little six shooter on his hip all the time. And uh, you know, hey, if you want to come talk to me, you don't have to fucking come armed. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, he kept uh, coming armed. I mean, it was just fucking pissing me off. I'm like, dude, you know. And he had, he, he, uh, he had the shakes. Let's just put it that way. And there was uh, one time he came over to talk to me about the driveway. And he had his gun on him. And he was shaking. And I'm like, are you all right? <laughs> you, know, you didn't have contemplations of shooting me, did you? Because uh, you're acting like somebody that wants to fucking do something wrong. You're shaking. You're sitting here talking to me on my property with a fucking gun. Um you know, what's the fucking problem? And he started talking about the fucking road. And I said, listen, the most traffic you see for me is me coming or going to go to work or run to the grocery store. 
Or maybe go grab one of my kids at their friend's house or drop them off for a basketball game. Or I might just be fucking going somewhere in some of your fucking business, but um, that's the only times I use this driveway. I said, now, you've got a fucking neighbor right fucking next to you that's like a 7-Eleven. I know he's not selling Slurpees, so why are you here, and why the fuck are you talking to me about the fucking road? Well, I think you need to pay your fair share. Well, um, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not a homeowner. My landlord's a fucking homeowner. If you want to talk to anybody about the fucking price of regraveling this fucking road, go talk to the person that pays the dues to the homeowner's association, not a renter with kids. I said, and if you come over here with a fucking gun again, I said, I'm going to take it as a threat because you have no reason to be on my property with a fucking gun. And he was very upset by what I said. And I said, listen, I said, I got a gun too. I said, you know, I don't come over on your fucking property with my AR-15, do I? That's the fucking problem. Now, I've dealt with this guy before. Now he's shooting our cats. And it's just a, it's a pathetic situation. The police here, uh, he's on his property, you know. As long as he's on his property, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He wants to shoot a fucking cat. I guess he can shoot a fucking cat, according to the police of this uh, township. Cool. Um, you know, whatever. But uh, you're shooting a 38 in a fucking neighborhood. Um, and we got another one that's shooting a 22. Uh, at squirrels. I mean, a four-year-old daughter, you know, we don't let her out of the house because of these fucking assholes. We found a cat shot in the head at the end of our driveway. Obviously, the old man. I didn't have any, no, any proof, don't have any evidence, no nothing, but uh, obviously him, he's got a fucking problem with us and, uh, you know, shot a cat, threw it in her fucking driveway. I mean, it just didn't magically appear there. <clears throat> And so, um, you know, I called the police and reported it, and uh, nothing was done about it. Obviously, they were like, well, uh, you know, not a big thing, uh, blah, blah, blah. He was on his property, maybe. Uh, you know, they didn't even send a fucking cop out. There was a time before this when our dog busted out of the house when we were bringing in groceries. Ran down the end of the driveway and was baying at this man. And then our dog only bays at people that she doesn't like. And uh, our son ran down there to get him, of course, you know retrieving our dog. She ran down. She didn't go on his property. She was at the end of our driveway. Just, if I want to eat you. <laughs> so our son runs down to get the dog with the leash. Gets, you know, gets the dog. As he's putting the leash on her, he's waving. I look down. My wife looks down anyways. And he's waving his pistol in our son's face. Get that fucking dog out of here. Or I'll shoot it. Our son was in our fucking driveway at the end of our street. I called the police. Reported this one too. <clears throat> And it ensued a 15-minute conversation with a police officer about his rights and his rights and uh, his rights. Not my son's right to retrieve our dog at the end of our driveway. Not the right for us to be able to live in a in a in a safe environment. Not the fact that the the man was threatening a, an autistic child that's 18 years old and obviously had no intentions of going down there to cause a problem, just to retrieve the dog. And the police did absolutely nothing. Now he's shooting her cats and all this shit's escalating and I'm not doing anything about it. I'm not doing a fucking thing about it because I've already contacted the police and the police haven't done anything about it. So if the police think there's no reason for them to talk to this man, then obviously there's no reason for me to be fucking worried, right? That's the way I'm going to look at it. I mean, I, I, it's really all I can do. I'm avoiding this man at all costs. I haven't done anything to antagonize, uh, to escalate, nothing. 
Not a fucking thing. He knows I'm not a Trump supporter, and that is the fucking problem. Going back to when he came on my property with a gun, we had a brief discussion about Pocahontas and my lesbian landlord. My landlord's not a lesbian. He just perceives her as one because she's extremely conservative in the way she dresses. I don't know her religion. I never asked, but I, I assume maybe this is a religious thing. I don't know, but she dresses extremely conservative. I don't know. If, I don't even know her political stance. I've never asked her. I've never even questioned her sexuality. Never, never thought about it. I mean, yeah, maybe she uh, uh, could appear to some people as a lesbian. I can, I can understand that. I can almost uh, see that. But he came over to my property, and of course, I, I was, I was everything that we talked about was true. But there was also another part where. Um, when I mentioned the landlord, he brought her up and he said, so what's it like lesbian, uh, uh, renting from a lesbian? And I said, uh, 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 pretty good. She treats us pretty well. I don't know if she's a lesbian or not. He said, oh, she's another one of those Pocahontas loving fucking Democrats. And I said, I, I don't know. I've never asked her what her political, um, course was. I mean, I, I just never asked her. So he's going on this thing. And I said, yeah, I said, uh, Pocahontas, you know, I said, I, uh, I said, I, I, I remember when he brought it up and he, and he started talking about my landlord and everything. And he brought up Pocahontas and Kamala Harris and, uh, uh Kalama Harris, you know what I'm talking about. I can't, uh, Kamala Harris. Sorry. And, uh, it, 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 it I just sat there and just let him do his thing. Cause the man was shaking and he's armed and he's, and he's just pissed off at the fucking world. Isn't the same way it was when he was not so fucking old. So I allowed him to continue on and continue on. And, uh, at about uh, the very near end of his rant about uh, Democrats and uh, Pocahontas and Donald Trump being the best thing that's ever happened to America in the whole nine yards. I, I, uh, allowed him to continue and finish. And then I, I, I just very politely interjected. I said, yeah, I said, uh, no disrespect to you or anything. I said, but, uh, you know, I don't support that fucking piece of shit. I said, and I won't support anybody like him. I said, you know, no disrespect to you. I said, you're more welcome to vote for whatever you want. I said, you want to vote for that piece of shit? Go ahead. I said, but, uh, you know, do me a favor. Take your MAGA ass back to your fucking house and get the fuck off my property. That's what I said. So, uh, you know, he's, you know, all fucking upset now because this whole time I've been extremely polite and kind and, you know, um, you know, just nice. And then I finally showed that, you know, I can, uh, I can be an asshole too. And that, uh, that's what's been the problem with my neighborhood. And that's not what this whole uh, talk show was going to be about today. <laughs> but I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about it because it really drives me fucking insane that the police in this town, as much as I respect the, the second amendment and as much as I respect veterans have taken on the idea that what this man has done is perfectly okay. And uh, somehow he's uh, protected for doing it. Somehow he's protected because he's a veteran. And uh, we live in a very laxed um, police enforcement area where, you know, gun ownership is basically uh, everybody owns guns where I live. And I have nothing wrong with anybody owning guns. But once you cross a line between responsible gun ownership an irresponsible gun ownership, I don't think you should be allowed to fucking own guns. And when I say that, I mean, 
There's no reason for this man to come on his onto my property with his gun and even make sure that I knew that he was armed. I mean, it wasn't like I just happened to notice it in his pocket. He made a point to tell me that he was armed. Having the shakes and the fucking problems, obviously he's genuinely having mental problems. I mean, he's in his late 70s, early 80s, and he's a vet. I gave him all the respect in the world that I could give him. And I'd understand why the police act the way they act about gun ownership in this town, because this is a very Republican, conservative town. I have no problem with a man owning a gun, as long as you're owning it responsibly. This man is not owning his gun responsibly. He's irresponsible with it. Waving a gun in front of an autistic child, retrieving a dog that was no threat to you whatsoever, and the dog was no threat to him, just baying at him, barking at him from a good 30 feet away, not encroaching onto his property or even going near him, just barking at him because she can't fucking stand a douchebag, apparently. She's got her own fucking feelings. She's a dog. Yeah, she's a pit bull. She's a cur, pit bull mixed. She can be aggressive if she does not like someone. Our house is broken into three times now. And nobody's managed to get past the fucking front door because of this dog. She is not violent. She's not someone that's going to go attack someone. But she will defend her property. She's a cur. Go look it up. That's what they do. They're very great dogs. They stay on their fucking... You come on their property, though, your lunch. Just fucking dealing with it. Just saying. And it's been like this since we moved in there. I went down there, actually introduced myself to him, and I said, hey, you know, I'd like to buy a six-pack one night, come over and have a chat with you. I said, you know, we just moved in and everything, and he's like, uh, yeah, 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 whatever. I'm like, okay. Well, I thought I'd introduce myself, you know, blah, 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 blah. I said, nice to meet you. I said, if you ever want anything, need anything, give me a call, or, you know, whatever. I never knew that from that point forward, a relationship with this man was going to turn into uh, what it is now, and I never thought that my police department would fail me like they have. We've been broken into um, three times. The last time we were broken into was right before Christmas. I called the police department and they asked me to take photographs and send it to them. Because they were so swamped. No fingerprints, no nothing. Our camera was ripped the fuck down. It's, uh, you know, obviously someone that lived in the neighborhood. We all loaded up. And took off for the day and came back and our house was broken into. They didn't get in, but they did break in. And I attribute that to our cur pit. So she's a good dog. And um, nothing but love, really, for the family. She's a, a fucking great dog. And it really upsets me that this man um, is just allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. Because this town doesn't view him as dangerous. I don't think he's dangerous. I think he's going to become more dangerous as he progressively gets worse. I don't know what's wrong with him. I'm thinking it might be some sort of mental issue, dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. I don't fucking know. All I know is he's been a problem since we moved in our neighborhood. He's had nothing but fucking problems with us and we have done absolutely nothing. And he totally ignores his Republican drug dealer, but comes onto a Democratic, uh, Democrat's property to chew him out about a fucking road. I mean, anybody in the neighborhood could tell you that the guy that I'm talking about that's a drug dealer has more traffic than a 7-Eleven on a Friday night. It's not buddies and girlfriends and, and people hanging out. You know, I don't know how many people I go see for three fucking minutes, but apparently he's got a lot of three-minute friends. Hey, Bob, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Uh, you got anything? Uh, yeah, here you go. Okay, good. I'll see you later. Hey, you'd have to be a fucking idiot not to realize what this fucking douchebag is doing. So he's tearing up the fucking road because he's got more traffic than fucking... Jeffrey Epstein, um, try to be funny, seriously, and instead of going to him and saying, yo, uh, you know, 
Let's uh, talk about you fixing the road or going out with a fucking rake and uh, fixing all this traffic and shit that has occurred because of all the people that you have come visiting you that are friends, apparently. that only hang out for about three to four minutes, even if that, you know, come on. And so the, the, the old man comes on and does all this shit, and then it continues. He's called my landlord saying that um, we were being disrespectful to him, and my landlord's like, you know what? I haven't had – out of all the people – she must have a lot of property she rents to. But she said, of all the people I have that rent, you're the only people that have ever paid me on time. It paid me ahead sometimes. She goes, when you, when you got the extra money, you you, you always – I've ne- the only time you've ever been late, you've let me know like two, three days ahead. Hey, we might be late. Um, I mean, Jeff's in between a paycheck or uh, there was a problem with the payroll or there was always, you know, something stupid pops up. You know how it how life is. And she knows that we always pay our rent. Always, always, always. And she's never had a complaint about us from anybody else in the neighborhood. Nobody. And we have other neighbors that are part of the homeowners association who are just as much of an asshole as he is about all the things that the homeowners association takes care of. But they don't look at me like I'm some kind of prick. I don't do anything. I don't have any traffic. I mean, I, like I leave the house and come home. That's my traffic, you know? And he's got a fucking neighbor right next door to him that on a Friday night could have 20 fucking cars come through there in two hours. And he doesn't fucking care because the fucking kid tra- waves a fucking Confederate flag and a Trump flag in his front yard. That's the fucking difference. I mean, that's that's the fucking difference. He'll ignore his drug dealing neighbor who has more traffic than a 7-Eleven. But because he knows I'm a Democrat, he wants to harass me. And he does it because he's, I don't know, an asshole. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, listen, uh, thanks for joining in for my ramble. I'm not done yet. I got some more things I want to talk about. This is Danger Close USA, Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio. Your host, Jeff Kaufman. And I, I, I think, you know, I, I hit the, I made a good point here and I think it's important. You know, I support the second amendment. I sumo, totally 100% support your right to own a firearm responsibly. Really, truly, honestly do. And I always will support the second amendment. The difference is I see the second amendment gives you the right to protect yourself, your home, your property put food on the table, and go to a shooting range. That's what I see is the purpose of owning a firearm. It is a tool, a tool of protection. And fuck, if you want to go forage for a fucking venison, go ahead. I'm just being honest. That's what I see a gun is for. Protecting your home, your family, your property, and putting food on the table and practicing so you're accurate with it. So when you know it and take courses and Train yourself and shit. New gun owners don't fucking do that. They don't even think about what's behind their targets. They don't even fucking think about how the hell they should get over a fence when they're hunting. I've seen so many rednecks drop their fucking gun, fall over a fucking fence. Trying to cross a fence with a rifle. Put the fucking rifle down, climb over the fence, and pick it up. Come on. Common sense. Simple fucking safety rule of owning a gun. Do you think these motherfuckers do it? No. Do you think these motherfuckers keep their guns locked and safe where they should be so nobody can get their hands on them? Probably not. Gun, responsible gun ownership doesn't come in multiple flavors. It comes in one flavor. You have to be responsible. It doesn't give you the right to intimidate others. It doesn't give you the right to encroach on other people's rights. It doesn't give you the right to be threatening. It doesn't give you the right 
to pursue an ideal or an ideology that you are a defender of freedom. I understand it. I, I, I totally get the, the mindset there. You know, China starts landing in your fucking backyard. By God, go for it. But if you think you need to defend America from Americans and you think what Kyle Rittenhouse did was okay or what happened in El Paso was okay, your ass shouldn't fucking own a firearm. That's just my thoughts. I'll be back. Bullshit at hand, really. I had a, um, I have a good friend down in Florida. Um, hell, they were my neighbors growing up. People I have a lot of respect for, um, just because I know they're good people. And, um, this one was a tough one because. This is someone I respect. Um, someone that, fuck, I played baseball with in a church field. A lot of a lot of people were saying really great things about 9-11 on 9-11. A lot of people were talking about 9-11. What it meant to them. Where they were when it happened. How their day was before it happened. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., of course, and the rest of the, the propagandist mafia of Donald Trump uh, put up something. And he said, man, it'd be great if we could just go back to the way we were before. And I made a comment, well, if you want that to happen, you should take your family and get the fuck out of America because that's the only way it's ever going to fucking happen. You get rid of the Trump influence, the criminality, the propaganda bullshit. America would probably be a lot better off than it is now. But instead, no. I made that comment. Wasn't directed at anybody but uh, little Donnie. And yeah, you know, not like he's going to read it. Not like it means a lick of fucking anything. I said what I had to say. friend of mine that I've known for ages, whose brother I went to school with, who I've got a lot of respect for, 
asked me what I meant by you should just leave. Because that's really, I think, all I actually said. I didn't say all that shit. I just said, you should just leave then. And he said, I don't know. I didn't even fucking, I read it. But, uh, you know, it's the the same typical shit that you get out of MAGAs. As if January 6th never happened. As, As if four years under Donald Trump was good for this country. You get that and you're like, this has nothing to do with politics. This is really about moral fucking standards. So he makes his little fucking comment. I read it and I reply. And you know how, if you know me, you know me at all, I don't reply with gibberish and bullshit. I try to write something meaningful. I don't really give a fuck about Facebook, just FYI. Don't really have a, other, other than business related, I really don't have a desire to be on social media. Just being honest, I have no desire to be on social media. I hate Facebook. I like Twitter, but that's for business. What I do on Twitter is for business. Uh, Instagram, I'm very, very rarely on Instagram. I really don't give a fuck about Instagram. I Pinterest, I don't even know what the fuck that is anyways. Um, I, I'm not a, a social media elitist. I don't give a fuck about social media. I really don't. I got on Facebook back when I was a single parent. Fucking, I don't even know how many fucking years ago. And made a lot of my friends, or saw a lot of my friends on there from school and shit. You know, like everybody else. I got caught up in it, but now I regret it. And if it wasn't for all the pictures I have on Facebook of my children, I probably would never be on Facebook. But I'm on Facebook. So I made a comment. And I replied back with something I thought was... Was, was thoughtful. Now I'm, I'm going to include the link to that reply. I've actually, I, 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 I think it's important because I, I really hit a couple nails on the head there, and nobody's replied to it. So those who read it either are just fucking in awe, or they just don't have the fucking uh, ability to re- respond, or, or they just don't give a shit. Like I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. What matters is I, I want more people to read it. It's not because I wrote it. It's because I think there's a lot of meaning behind it. You may not agree to it. You don't have to. And I don't give a shit. What I give a shit about is sometimes I write things that I think are important. I don't know. No one's ever really archived my my writings. It's not like everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, that Jeff Kaufman guy's a great writer. I really like reading his stuff. I don't have delusions of grandeur. I'm just a fucking speck of dust in this dust pool we call life. I'm not more important than anybody else or less important than anybody else as far as I'm concerned. You might not agree, but I don't give a fuck. So I'm going to leave a link to that. You know, I think it's important. I, I think maybe I should. I need to check my mail. I was leaving the mailbox unattended. Not smart. But I'm going to check it because I need to. Be right back. I got to check my mail. You know, a lot of times when we communicate with people on the other side of the spectrum, the people in the MAGA crowd, 
you know, the propagandists use patriotism and what they call common sense, religion and everything else all molded into one red pull, red pill, sorry, red pill, not pull. I don't know what a pull is. Pull, 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 pull a door open. Anyways, um, I think this is a, a smart approach to communicating with the people on a MAGA crowd, okay? Do the same thing that the propagandists do on the right. Talk about patriotism. Talk about common sense, common decency, equality. All the things that the right sits there and tells you they're you know all in tuned into but don't really practice or do anything about. Um, I think that it's, I mean, I don't know. I, I really feel like if you really want to talk to people that are in a MAGA crowd, there is a piece of common ground we all stand on, and it's the love for this country. And they might not agree to it, and they might hate you or whatever because you're a Democrat, you know, a Trump supporter, and you believe in the Second Amendment, or you don't, or whatever the fuck your disagreement is, or just the fact that you're like me and you see Trump for the character that he is and the personality that he, his persona and everything else, all he represents, you have a good idea what kind of man Donald Trump is, is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you really want to talk to people in a MAGA crowd, try to reach them on their level. Talk about patriotism. Talk about your love for this country. Talk about if you're a a, a two-way supporter or not. There is common ground for us to stand on and fight for together. And there is the not-so-common ground where one side's evil, one side's good, one side's armed, one side's not, one side's parading through our streets, chanting white power, one side's not, one one side had a parade for the mass shooting in El Paso, one side didn't. Those are our differences, the morality of who we are. But the common ground we all share is the love for this country, and I think if you want to talk to MAGAs, stand on that. That's all I have to say. This is Danger Close, USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio. And I dropped my fucking recording studio, which is my phone. I love this country. love everything about this country. I support our rights. I support our right to own a firearm. I support our Fourth Amendment right. I support our Fifth Amendment. I support every fucking amendment and right and fucking institution that made America what it is. But I don't support this January 16th extravaganza, the celebration of January 6th. September 16th, sorry. I'm coming. I got you a, a, a small Halloween present. You want a candy? She wants Halloween candy so she can play pretend. Oh. At the doors. So we can get. Oh. 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 Hold on. I, uh, honey, you didn't know. I didn't understand. I just thought it was just... Hold on, I got more. Uh, I got you Mike and Ike. Oh, That's oh, yours, too. Okay. I failed miserably, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. I should I should. Have I didn't understand. I just thought maybe a small amount of candy was, was cool for a four-year-old. God, what did I do? <laughs> Can we not spoil our four-year-old anymore, please? Most kids would have been like, oh, dad brought home candy, not our four-year-old. No, 
Dad didn't bring home enough candy. Yeah. I know, she's prickered. I know. I love you. Give me a hug. I need a hug. I'm, I'm recording, by the way. So. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay, but I need love. Ooh, oh, dog. Stay away from my crotch. God. Okay, he just needs some love. I know, but my crotch doesn't need love. Okay, well. Well, it does, but not from a dog. Wait, what? Come on, get some. Get some. Oh, hi, BB. I'm going to play with you. Hi. Hi. Yes. I love you. Love you too. I understand. Good boy. I know. I see you. Okay, calm down. I know. Okay, okay, okay. Sit. 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 Good boy. That's enough. It's all right. I'm happy to see you too. Get up here. Okay, tomorrow I don't think that filter's gonna work for espresso. It might. Sorry. I thought it sounded like a good idea. Thanks for tuning in to Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off, household of fun. <laughs> Have a great day, America. Hooah.